This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. On the line is Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice. Men have skin, too. Uh, Balding now joining us on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Baldy, welcome to the show. Hey, uh, good afternoon, guys. Good to be with you. Thanks. Well, first, I just want to let—I just want to get you uh, and your thoughts on uh, going for it on fourth and five at your own thirty in about eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter in a playoff game. Just—I don't have any game to correlate it to, but does that sound like a smart idea to you? Uh, no, it doesn't. <laughs> um, but I—I—but I, I, I don't study these analytics the way some people do. So I don't care if I roll a dice a thousand times and, you know, 550 times it says, you know, go for it. I don't care. I'm, I'm not going for it uh, on that situation. Uh, it's too, it's too risky. I mean, I understand that uh, sometimes you got to take gambles, but not, not in that situation. Baldy, I'm curious how, you know, obviously Kansas city continues to beat Buffalo and this time it was in Buffalo adding a new layer to this. How how or like what is the gap between those two things? What's the difference between Kansas City and Buffalo right now? A kick? Well, I mean, it's it, it in that game, it's health. I mean, Buffalo was so beat up. They're without Gabe Davis. They're without Matt Milano, Ter- um, Terrell Bernard, uh, Christian Benford. I mean, they've got five or six starters out of the game, and and then they had injuries during the game. I mean, it, they go to Kansas City and they beat them uh, when they're generally healthier. But they, uh, you know, they're, they're not healthy. They weren't healthy enough. I thought that was the difference in the game. Um, you know, Kansas City, uh, you know, ran their offense a whole lot better, and they ran the ball a lot better than what they had done against Buffalo in large part because of so many backups that were in the, in the game. I think that's the difference right now. Two things. Uh, ha- have you ever seen a better throw than, than Allen made to Diggs? No. And then Diggs got to yeah. make that catch. That changes the game, right? Totally. Totally. I mean, it was like, uh, you know, Allen's throw to Shakir in the very corner of the end zone on third and 13, rolling to his left and put it right right where he had to put it, the only place he could put it. Um, that shot was amazing. But that shot to Diggs was 60 yards in the air. It was right where – Diggs probably makes that catch a great deal of the time, but in that spot, he didn't come down with it. And, you know, that might haunt them through much of the offseason. They could have definitely changed the game. Baldy, looking at the rest of this divisional round, what, did any of the uh, any outcomes surprise you with with how everything lied into uh, or fell into our conference championship matchups? I guess just uh, how how poorly Brock Purdy played for much of the game that surprised me because he hadn't played like that. Where he's just and maybe it was the rain, maybe it was the rust, maybe it was the glove, no glove, um, but he didn't look like he had normally looked. He missed too many open receivers. If Green Bay could catch, you know, we'd be talking about Green Bay going to the championship. So um, they dropped a couple right in their hands. But that, that surprised me. And then um, I guess uh, I guess Green Bay's success in offense, I mean, outside of a couple throws to Dre Greenlaw, I thought Green Bay's offense played really good. And they had a great chance to win that game against a good defense. And so uh, Green Bay is – 
they're ahead of schedule. They're going to be, they should be in the playoffs next year and they should be very competitive. I mean, that's, that's a very, very young team playing very good football. Uh, you know, listen, this is going to be an interesting NFC Championship game. I feel like if you don't live in California and you're not a Niners fan, like 90% of America is rooting for the Lions, and why shouldn't they? Because it's been like 30 years since they've been here. Um, it, what a run Dan Campbell and this team has had and an opportunity to uh, to punch their ticket to a Super Bowl. Well, it is, and they will be the underdogs. And, you know, people that don't have a rooting interest, they're going to be cheering for Detroit. Uh, just because of the dearth of success the franchise has had, but I, you know, I, I think they're the the only group of people on the planet that believes they 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 deserve to be there. They thought they deserved to be there on opening night in Kansas City uh, to start the season off when everybody thought that was a mistake, and they beat Kansas City that night. Uh, I I I feel like they have drafted as well as any team in the league over the last three years, and the stars in that team prove it. Uh, every time they line up on both sides of the ball. And then uh, the coach is a legitimate coach. He was a good interim coach in, in Miami. He got a chance at Detroit, and he's shown you that he's a good coach. He put a good staff together. He's been with Ben Johnson. I mean, Ben Johnson was, I don't know, his tight ends coach in Miami. I don't even know what his role was there. But, you know, here he is, one of the elite offensive minds in this league, going to go head-to-head with Kyle Shanahan. They believe they belong, and that's that's the best part of it right now. On the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline and his Odyssey NFL insider Brian Baldinger. Insider calls brought to you by Old Spice Gentlemen's Blend Body Wash, providing exfoliation plus 24-7 moisturization. I know we've all been worried about that because men have skin too. Uh, Baldy, I, I think if we go to Kansas City and say who's the most important player to a championship, I think everybody knows it'd be Pat Mahomes. Uh, if we take Pat off and say who is the second most important Chiefs player to a championship this year, who would you say it is? I'd probably say Chris Jones. Uh, he, he, he had two dominant plays in that game in the fourth quarter. He knows how to close that game out. He has done it in championship games and Super Bowls before. Um, he knows exactly when to I – mean, he hit Josh, Mahone, uh, Josh Allen on that throw to Shakir in the end zone, and it, that bump was just enough to, to make it an errant throw. Otherwise, maybe Buffalo – is in uh, in the championship game. I think Chris Jones is the the most important piece. He makes that defense, which is very very good, second best defense in the league. I think that he makes that defense special. Uh, Spags is a great coordinator. They've got like good a lot of good young talent, but I think Chris is is the guy that's special in that defense. You look at the quarterbacks that are left. I mean, this is probably an easy answer. Maybe it's not. I'm not sure. But I mean, there's four, four quarterbacks left here in this championship weekend. Who you trust the most right now? Uh, I, I trust Mahomes. I mean, he's he's just done it too many times. I mean, yeah. he's the best player in the league. I, I think Baltimore is a better team, uh, and I think Baltimore should be favored to win, but I would never, ever bet against Mahomes. So what do you do? What do you do if you're a fan, if you're a betting person? Like, how do you bet against that guy? Like, every time you try to count that guy out, he's just right there, and nothing bothers him, nothing keeps him down. Um, the guy's just the ultimate player in this whole sport right now. Uh, but you know, this is Lamar. This might be Lamar's time. We'll see. He's played excellent this year. He was excellent last week against Houston. Uh, but the guy, the guy that you can't ever count out is Mahomes. Brian, obviously here in Cleveland, we're still licking our wounds from the earlier than expected playoff uh, exit there after the loss to the the Texans there. As we start to kind of look forward for the Cleveland Browns here, I'm just curious, from a talent perspective, 
you think the Browns are well positioned to make a second straight postseason run next year? I do. I mean, they played the entire year basically without Nick Chubb. He's the best player. Um, you know, you take the best player off anybody's team, and are they making a championship run? Generally not. If you took Mahomes off, they're not. I mean, if you took Lamar off, Baltimore's not making this run. And Nick Chubb's their best player. So I don't know what's, what health he's going to have next year. But I, he's come back from this injury before. I think he comes back. Um, I talked to Joe Flacco today for a long time. He wants to come back. I think they should bring him back. I don't know if what their situation is going to be. But it's good to have a, uh, a quality backup guy that can really help anybody, any quarterback in any offense, out at any time during the season just because of his knowledge of the game and what he's been through. And then defensively, they're not that far away, although I, I'm a little concerned about what we saw from Miles Garrett's second half of the season. He just didn't look like the same player, didn't have the same impact in games. And I just wonder, like, what's going on, if there's going to be a drop-off or if he can just return to being, you know, one of the league's most feared players. Baldy, you were talking about returning Joe Flacco, and we, you know, that's going to be a huge talking point all this offseason. But – as the Browns try and rebuild their offensive staff and potentially build a new offense here, can you build an offense that fits both Deshaun Watson and Joe Flacco this offseason? Sure. Sure. I mean, like you're, you'll have design runs or, you know, some read options and things like that with Deshaun just to keep defenses honest. But the, the majority of the offense is going to be the same. I mean, you still have to throw the ball on third down. You still got to complete red zone passes. I mean, you're still going to have to throw the ball on uh, third and 13 and complete throws. And so, yes, I believe that you can uh, put together an offense that can cater to both Deshaun and to, and to Joe. Brian Baldinger on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline. You've said, and, and you did a lot of film work on Dewan Jones, um, this next season, if they bring all three players back, they will return Jack Conklin, their previous starting right tackle, Jed Wills, their previous starting left tackle, and obviously Dewan, who played uh, predominantly on the right side as a rookie. I'm just curious, do you do you give uh, Dewan Jones a chance at left tackle knowing you're going into Jed Wills' last year of his contract and Jed has had some up-and-down moments as the starting left tackle in Cleveland? Mm. I've never seen Dewan on the left side, so I don't know if he can hold up over there against uh, you know all the – animals that they got to compete against out there. I don't know. I don't know what, it, like I talked to Tristan Wirfs. He was a all pro right tackle in Tampa and they moved him to left tackle this year. And it was a tough transition. He, he played well second half of the season, but it, it was not easy and it didn't happen naturally to him. So you don't, you don't really know until they're asked to do it. Um, but you know, you like to like throw him out there, Bill Callahan, throw him out there this off season and see how his sets are. His sets are as consistent as they are at right tackle, which was highly consistent, then I'd say he has a chance. Brian Baldinger is with us on the hotline. Odyssey NFL insider does everything for NFL network. You guys obviously love him. We have him on every week. Uh, I want to ask you about the NFC championship game one more time. Uh, Debo yeah. Samuel's in limbo. We don't know if he's going to play or not. How, how big is that? And, and obviously if he doesn't play, um, you, you mentioned the Niners will be favored in this game. Does that give the lions a chance? Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not as good without Debo. I mean, I thought Jawan Jennings stepped up big time. He had his best game of the year uh, on Sunday. Debo played nine plays. Uh, Jawan went in there and played 40 plays, the most he's played all year. And he, he came up big. He had a couple of really big catches uh, in the middle of the field. And uh, on the final drive, got a kind of a drive starter going. 
But they're not nearly as dangerous without Debo. I mean, they try to line Juwan Jennings up at, at, at running back like they do with Debo. It was kind of silly. It was, it was actually dumb. I don't know why they did that. He's, he's got no quickness. But he's a big guy that catches the ball well. But they're, they're easier to defend if Debo's not in the lineup. And so, it, you know, it, it, you take a great player off the field that has um, really a multiple of skills. They're not going to be as difficult to defend. And they just don't look as dangerous. He, he gives that whole team, not just the offense, he gives the whole team a toughness um, when he has the ball in his hands. Baldy, looking back to the Browns here, uh, Bill Callahan, his son, uh, Brian, just got the head coaching job in yep. Tennessee. There's some thought that he, he could follow his son there and leave the Browns. And I'm just – it has me worried because I just – when you have an elite offensive line coach, I mean, in this case, it's family. You can't stand in the way, but it just it, that's to me that's the most valuable thing is an elite offensive line coach. What position coach, from your vantage point, is the toughest to find an elite level coach at? Well, offensive line coach. I mean, if they lose Bill Callahan, forget it. Like this thing might collapse. I mean, everywhere Bill's gone and then left, the offensive line went backwards after he left. I mean, at Philly, Washington, Dallas. I mean, all the places he's been. The line went backwards after he left. Because he does more than just the offense line. He does the run game. Like he, When he stands up in front of the room, he could be the head coach. Some people think he should be the head coach. Like he's, just got a, he's just a commanding figure. And then to look what he did this past year with Jerron Christian coming in off the street, like getting guys ready to play, um, developing players. Nick Harris, pick a guy. Like he just, Wyatt Teller, like, he develops players. Um, he's, he's one of the top three offensive line coaches in this business. It would be a tremendous loss, but it's the most valuable coach on anybody's staff. Baldy, excellent stuff as always, man. We've only got uh, a two weekends of uh, playoff action left, so savor them, and we, uh, we savor every chance we get to meet with you, bud. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Talk to you next week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.